A different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint, a twice a month podcast with your host, Josh C. Jones. Told is only the talent of the From My Standpoint podcast, Ken. More than 2,000 years old, passed down from generation to generation, documented in inspired word, and foretold long before it came to pass. This is the story of a baby, born in a time of great persecution, sought out for afterbirth abortion, and given an opportunity to bear the weight of the world upon his shoulders. This is the story of Jesus. This is the Christmas Story. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. Now it was during the reign of a shrewd and fearful king, a man who held so tightly to his perceived power and reign that his clenched fists could no longer receive the greatest gift freely given to him or any person. This king became the main course in the dining hall of fear, so much so that he had his own sons executed because he feared one of them would one day take his so-called kingdom from him. He was a tyrant named King Herod, and it was during this time that the greatest miracle was birthed. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, Elizabeth was the mother of John the Baptist, the one foretold by Isaiah and Malachi to be the messenger and prepare the way for the Son of Man. Well, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. David was the king after God's own heart, from the royal line of David, of whom God said, I will make your name great. Like the names of the greatest men on earth, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you. He is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. 
you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel. Since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the only one to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she, who was said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home. Zechariah was the husband of Elizabeth. And greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the living baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb looped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. Now in those days, Caesar Augustus, the first emperor in the Roman Empire, issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. I, Augustus Caesar, issue a decree that a census be taken throughout the entire Roman Empire. I am Caesar Augustus, Emperor of Rome. This was the first census that took place while Quirinus was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. And he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. <laughs> She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds, also called wise men, or magi, or kings because of their similarities in leading, feeding, and protecting their flocks, living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly 
A great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem. Yes, we must visit this Savior, shall we? <laughs> yep. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? <laughs> oh, yeah, we done saw a star when it rose up in that there sky. Oh, yep. Yes, and we have come to worship him. We three kings of Orient are, bearing gifts we traverse afar. Oh, yeah, oh, we done traveled far. Oh, we done come a long distance, too. Yup. Who's Jafar? Field and fountain, moor and mountain. Uh, we walked across deserts and wastelands. What fountains did you see? Oh, yeah, oh, maybe more mountains. Oh, them fountains was your mirage. Oh, yup. Wait, you got married? It must have been a daunting trip and a long trip. I mean, how did you find time to get married? King and God. And this, this is my sacrifice. Are we there yet? When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. A baby to be king, a child, an inheritance, a new kingdom. Who is this babe? that they say is to be worshipped in my kingdom. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea. They replied, For this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. Tell me, Magi, when did this star first appear? Oh, well, it uh, first done a pair when we first seen it. Oh, yep. Did that answer your question? <sighs> it appeared after an angel of the Lord appeared to us while we were shepherding our flocks. I see. You seen it too? Oh, that's well, what he said. He said, I'll see. <laughs> yep. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, which was of great worth and symbolized his earthly and spiritual kingship. Frankincense, which was a burning fragrance used as an offering by the high priests and symbolized his high priesthood in the order of Melchizedek and myrrh, which was a special ointment used for anointing and masking the smell of the dead, and symbolized his sacrifice for the world. 
When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. We have seen the king, a babe laying in a manger, humble, and he is precious. Oh yeah, well him wrapped up in, in swaddling cloths uh, reminded me of King Solomon, and swaddling cloths and with constant care was nurtured. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you think it could symbolize how our king would save us? Hmm. <laughs> when they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious. I am furious! And he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity, who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. I issue a mandate that all males in the womb and after birth up to two years old be immediately aborted. I, the one true king, King Herod, decree this act of termination just and right to preserve the health and care of my power and rule as king of my own life and yours. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted, because they are no more. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel, for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets, that he would be called a Nazarene. When the time came for the purification rites by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, 
Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, O sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servants in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, and in favor with God and every person who would choose to open their hearts to the truth. This has been From My Standpoint, a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, encouraging and enlightening insight, entertaining a new perspective, and providing an amusement for you. We hope you were entertained, encouraged, enlightened, and enjoyed the show.